Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Rand Law. My email address is rand at rand-lawrence.com. If you have an event that you would like to mention on the program, make sure you drop me a line one month in advance. And my webpage is www.rand-lawrence.com. Do the difficult things while they are easy and do the great things while they are small. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. Lasu. It seems to me that having begun a journey of a thousand miles is not as hard as completing one, but that happens with whatever goal we set. Simon and Garfunkel had a song called The Boxer, and I really love that song. And as I understand it, Paul Simon wrote that song about himself at a time where he felt like he was being beaten up over all of the music that he produced. I think that happens a lot with creative people, but at the same time, everyone faces that on a daily basis. And if you're like me, you don't need anyone else to help beat you up. My wife can give testimony to that. I guess the song Eye of the Tiger would also invoke such a feeling. I guess anything that's aimed at fighting to never give up. Of course, all that could be said about fitness goals and daily training in any of your pursuits, whether it's music or art. Persistence in training requires dedication and devotion, but it also requires having a vision, a dream to achieve, a goal to aim for. I personally have found it easier to take the small steps. If I wanted to do a marathon, I could start with running a mile, gradually build, but not by an additional mile every other day. Instead, I would break up my training, performing short sprints for a day or two, whatever I felt like, whatever my body told me. But I would make sure that my short sprints added up to the mile. Then on the second or third day, I would maybe increase, instead of doing a mile again, do three miles. And then I would repeat the same pattern with taking a few days to do short and medium length sprints, and then once again bump up my run to five or six miles. After six miles, I would be tempted to do a one-mile run intermittently sprinting and jogging. I would continue this type of daily routine, and then maybe every once in a blue moon when I felt like it, go for 12 miles. After a couple of months, you could easily complete a marathon. I'm not saying you would win, but you would be able to complete or at least anybody in reasonable health should be able to do so. But always consult your doctor before you start any type of physical exercise. We want to make sure you can safely take it. I use the same type of methodology in my musical pursuits as well. I used to play a three-string dulcimer for a while, and then I switched to a three-string guitar. But my main instrument was a harmonica. Most of my friends and students prefer my harmonica playing because I have the tin sandwich in my mouth and I'm not singing. I don't really sing bad, but I don't really sing good either. I mainly sing backup. In fact, that's what most of the lead singers tell me to do. Backup. Backup. I also can't make any claims about my musical abilities. It's fairly easy for most people with rhythm and timing to play rhythm guitar with the cigar box guitar. And if the song is played with a 1-4-5, I can fake it sometimes, as long as someone calls out the key changes. However, with a mouth harp, all I can say is sometimes I suck and sometimes I blow. 
but the deal is, I continue training on both, alternating between the two instruments as needed. It's the daily routine that's important, and the persistence in taking a step on a regular basis. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash randlaw, with no space between the rand and the law. A haiku by Sensei. Foggy morning deck, a sharp sword swings with a hiss in spite of the frog. If you have any questions about martial arts or life in general, please drop us a line on our email. Include your name and where you're from, what style you practice, and in the name of your dojo, and we'll mention them on the program. That is, unless you would rather have your question asked anonymously. I'm sure I can have Sensei from my book, Enlightenment Kicking and Screaming, give you any insights he has gained from a lifelong practice. Remember... We will read any of your adventures on the air that you would like to share. These don't have to be purely about martial arts, but those stories are appreciated, as well as your hunting, fishing, boating, camping, skydiving, mountain climbing, heroic deeds that you have performed or witnessed. They can be funny or heartbreaking, touching or inspirational. All of my listeners want to hear your story. This is your chance for the unsung heroes out there to have their songs sung. That's one of the problems with the world today. There are no longer bards to sing of heroic deeds. Questions for Sensei. In a world full of conundrums, paradoxes, and doubts, lives a man with a singular purpose, the study and perfection of the martial arts and the human spirit. We all just muddle through, but Sensei marches on, banging the beat to his own drum, sometimes with a broken drumstick, but as he says, it's a good weapon if you know how to use it. I had a two-part question for Sensei this week. Both were concerning my podcast. I wanted to get Sensei's opinion on if I should retain my signature sign-off or go with the Kempo Creed for my sign-off. The Kempo Creed that I utilize is very short and to the point, but my problem is the podcast isn't just about Kempo. Although it could be said that it is about Kempo, as Kempo is the study of universal principles that can be applied in every aspect of life. Sensei, of course, knew both quotations by heart. He told me that it was partial to both. However, I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge over power. Tokushi Kempo. Sure has a nice ring to it. So you're telling me that I should go with the Kempo Creed? And he replied, Well, not necessarily so. I always liked the way the old TV series Kung Fu began and ended every week reciting about Chi, the inner strength. There was something about that that just made the whole thing believable. I pointed out propaganda and programming does the same thing. He said, exactly. You should keep the old sign-off. I told him that I had polls on Facebook, Twitter, and on my Patreon page. That's when he asked me what Patreon was all about. So I explained to him, and after a few moments, he said, Oh, it's a GoFundMe page. And I told him, Not exactly, but I think you get the gist of it. So he wanted to know if I was going to wait for the results of the polls. And I replied that I was. It would be kind of pointless to have a poll if I didn't wait for results. Then he wanted to know what I would do in case of a tie. I told him that I would use his vote as a deciding tiebreaker. Well then, why don't you use both of them? 
I told him that I thought it would be unnecessarily long if I used both, and at the same time, once people got to the end, they would just click off. Oh, you wouldn't want to have that, he told me, and I agreed with him wholeheartedly, then requested that I should use both, at least for this week. After 25 minutes of discussion, I finally gave in. As soon as I can figure out how to work out my voiceover internet problems, I will also include some interviews with friends and acquaintances I've made over the years in martial arts. Some are artisans, some are musicians, writers, poets, and others are combinations of all of the above. After I spoke to Sensei, I decided to go and ask the royal court what they thought about adding the Kempo Creed for my sign-off. Conrad, Duke, Earl, and Baron all agreed that having a good sign-off was very important. All of their favorite books and movies had exceptional catchphrases. But then, instead of talking about my situation, they got into an argument over which phrase had the greatest impact. Conrad was the first to speak, and he, of course, brought up Dune. He said, Frank Herbert wrote the best catchphrase. I must not fear. Fear is a mind killer. Fear is the little death. Brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. That's when Duke interrupted him. Duke said, that's not a catchphrase. That's a soliloquy. And that's a 50 cent word, said Baron. Earl chimed in at this time and said that he agreed with Duke. Moabdib would have been a better catchphrase. That's when I stepped in and said, I'm not going to say Moabdib for a sign-off. How about, may the force be with you, said Baron. Don't be ridiculous, I exclaimed. If I was going to use that, I would at least say, may the force be with you always. Well, that sounds pretty good to me, said Conrad. I like Star Wars, too. Don't be daft, said Duke. If he's going to use anything for a sign-off, he might as well use something from the Lord of the Rings. Like, uh, oh, I don't know, one ring to rule them all. I pointed out that had nothing to do with the podcast whatsoever. Well, then, how about something from Firefly, said Earl. You know, what was that one they always said about uh, when you can't walk, you crawl? And when you can't crawl, well, you know how the rest goes. I said, well, at least that follows a sentiment that I'm trying to convey, but I still can't use any of these for my sign-off. By the looks of things, the Kempo Creed sign-off is far ahead of the others, and it's short, and Baron began singing. And sweet, and I knew it complete when I wore a younger man's clothes. I don't think Billy Joel would allow me to use that either, so I'm just going to stick with the Kempo Creed. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge over power. Tokushi Kempo. But because I'm a little sentimental, I will sign off one last time with my old standby. Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become character. Watch your character for it becomes your destiny. Until next time, this is Rain Law reminding you to follow your dreams.